Support for MVY's Shakedown Stream comes from Praxis Consulting Incorporated, working with insurance companies to increase their profitability through subrogation and recovery efforts. They're committed to improved recoveries, best practices, and better yield. More info by emailing info at praxisconsulting.com. Hey now. Hey now. Happy Thanksgiving. This is Shakedown Stream right here on MVY Radio. And we continue with our 1968 theme of Grateful Dead, particularly on the song The Eleven. This week's stream will pick up from March of 1968, Grateful Dead at the Carousel, plus all other cool things about the dead and The Eleven. We're going to break out St. Stephen this week's stream. So you're in good hands. Sit back. Be grateful. Don't be grateful. Don't do what I say. Do what I say. I'm going to leave you with the Grateful Dead at Golden Gate Park, 1975.
Until, until, uh, until we drop. Yeah. 
reflections of matter. Glass half dissolving in ice, petal flowers revolving. Indian velvet recedes in the night of goodbye. Shall we go?
out of silk trouble I ring silent bell beneath a shower of pearls in the eagle wing palace of the queen
Well, now is the time returning. Right on. That's from 2368 Crystal Ballroom in Portland, Oregon. That was the 11. Coming out of China Cat Sunflower, coming out of Dark Star. Now, I've played a couple tracks from 2268. I think I played Dark Star twice from 2268. Nothing wrong with that. You can always have mayonnaise on your sandwiches. Uh, you can never have too much peanut butter on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You can never have too many Dark Star on a shakedown stream. Eight sided whispering hallelujah hat rack. Seven faced marble eye transitory dream doll. Six proud walkers on the jingle bell rainbow. Five men riding in fingers of gold. Four men tracking the great white sperm whale. Three girls wait in the foreign dominion. Yeah, now is the time of returning. So, great song, The Eleven. And the more I listen to different versions, I love it. And uh, it's so out there that it's like hard to get my head around it. Like, what does it all mean? And can you even make sense of it? It's just really cool that somebody recorded this and we get to have fun with it. I want to play a little more from this show because on the other one, it's the first time they played the exact correct lyrics to the song. Right on.
That is some primal debt from the Crystal Ballroom in Portland, Oregon. Right on. We're about to go into a new potato caboose, but we'll save that for another time. So that was Cryptical Envelopment, or that's it for the other one, which would appear on Anthem of the Dead, an album that would come out, I believe, in, later on in 1968. But meanwhile, they were already kind of playing around with some new tunes like China Cap, the 11. And, um, yeah. So as I said last week, there's 28 different versions of the 11 played in 1968. I do not have every version. I don't know if anybody does, but I bet like David Gans does because he has access to that stuff. Um, and hopefully they're all in the vault. But back then it would be very believable that they do not have all the versions. Um, but then in 1969, they played 58 versions of the 11. And then in January of 1970, they played it seven times, and then it was put on the shelf. And I opened up with that 1981 jam because it says that they do the 11 in that show from 1975, but I couldn't really hear it. And at this point, we are aficionados of the 11, so we know our 11. Uh, before we do Dead and Company and get to our featured stuff from 1968, I do want to play some stuff from 1971 from the Pauley Pavilion in Los Angeles, 1120, 1971, and this is track 11.
of Supreme. That's Dead and Company, their second night at the Madison Square Garden in New York City, November 14th. Love Supreme. If you're into your jazz, then you should be into John Coltrane. John Coltrane wrote that tune. And I guess if you're hanging out in New York City, you're going to get hip to some pretty hip jazz. I don't know, if not maybe on the Upper East Side, but definitely downtown or on the Upper West Side. So the Dead & Company just did two nights in Boston, a Friday night and a Sunday night. And uh, I'm going to play a little bit of that. They broke out a Karina, first time they've ever played that. That tune that we heard in the 90s, uh, I think it's a Bobby Weir, Robert Hunter, Mickey Hart tune. And just to get into some salacious gossip, there was something on Twitter that Mickey Hart was mad at John Mayer and he kind of beelined it to him uh, at the end of the show on stage and uh, was like pointing his finger at John Mayer. I saw a little bit of the video. I don't know anything more than that, except that maybe John Mayer came out too soon. Uh, maybe Mickey was still doing his drum set and uh, was mad. I don't know, but I love salacious gossip. Anyway, um, one of the tunes that they played on the second night in Madison Square Garden was a tune that we're about to feature, and St. Stephen will be a song that we will feature into December. Uh, So we're going to play around with a little bit. but it's a song that had a much longer life, a much steeper arc with the Grateful Dead than the song The Eleven. But right on. This is November 14th, Dead and Company, right here on Shakedown Stream.
If you can't be empty, if you can't, it's for let it be again, let it be long. There is a fountain that was not me.
That's Dead and Company doing Ripple, the encore for Friday night in Boston. 11 17 17. Before that, St. Stephen from MSG, New York City. And that is the second night, Sunday night, 11 14 17. Then they did a show in Philly. Then they came to Boston, stayed in Boston, and I think next up is D.C. And then Hartford? I think uh, Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, they're going to be playing in Hartford. They did have a little deal. If you entered a contest, I think for Relics Magazine, uh, you could maybe win two tickets to see them in Hartford. My old stomping grounds. There's a lot of fertile psychedelic ground in Hartford, believe it or not. But I got to tell you, I was in the city the other day. I had to go to Hartford Hospital for my father who was there. And the city's very different um, from, you know, when I was a kid. And I even heard one of the big insurance companies, Aetna, is leaving. And so you know, Hartford was always known for the insurance capital of the world. And so, um, hey, all things change, right? Don't ever get too set on anything because you never know when it's going to be gone. For the Bear Essentials this week on Shakedown Stream, uh, I'm going to pull out some stuff from Phil Lesh and Friends in Las Vegas, Nevada, 226-2016, all the way from 1916. It's very old. Um, yeah, Stanley Clark from time to time will play with Phil, and he's just really an amazing guitar player, so I thought I'd turn you on to Phil and friends at the Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah, Bear Essentials on Shakedown Stream.
Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Stanley Jordan on lead guitar, an instrumental. Before that, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. That's Phil Lesh and Friends from 226.16 at the Brooklyn Bowl in Las Vegas, Nevada. And his friends on this particular night was his son, Graham Lesh, John Kettlesick, Stanley Jordan, Jason Crosby on keyboards, John Molo on drums, Boyd Tinsley, who must have been on the fiddle, and Alex Coford, who did vocals on a couple tunes, uh, well, on Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Cool. And uh, I think Phil is still doing his thing. Yeah. Well, regardless of the rumors, uh, Mickey Hart has a new album out called Ramu. I believe that's the right name. And uh, I've heard a couple of the tracks, and we'll play more of that album. We'll we'll premiere it next week here on Shakedown Stream. Uh, Mickey is always coming out with albums. I mean, he is prolific. He is a world-class drummer. So I hope everybody's having fun. I hope the Wharf Rat table is up and ready and people are feeling the good vibes of the Grateful Dead through Dead and Company. And they were on the Stephen Colbert show, I believe, and they did an Uncle John's band. I think I got that right. So they're making the rounds, and uh, I hope they're having fun and getting lots of rest. And drink plenty of water, for heaven's sakes. Kombucha. Kombucha, that's the new thing. Oh, yeah, and I want to thank everybody for the very kind words about my dad. Last week when I came into the studio, I just got word from my brother that they had to rush him to the emergency room. He had a 104 temperature. There was some kind of bacterial infection. He's got a lot of other stuff, but that was pretty scary. But he's okay um, once I got the antibiotics in him. and So we're going to have a nice Thanksgiving. Of course, there will be turkey stuffing mashed potatoes, peas, creamed onions, turnips, homemade rolls, and um, I feel like, oh, and cranberries, cranberry sauce. And we always have the choice, either the cranberry sauce with the berries in it, or, you know, what I like is to see the ridges from the can in the gelatin of my cranberry sauce. Hey, everybody's got their own thing. It seems like a lot of food. But um, it's a good time, and, you know, it's, uh, don't take it for granted. I've spent most of my years uh, thinking, I got time, I got time. But you know what? You can't say that forever. All right, so our featured show, we're going to go to the Carousel Ballroom in San Francisco, March 16th, 1968. Part of this show is on the So Many Roads box set, but I'm going to play the whole show. And uh, I was just reading that, in February of 1968, Bear started working for the Carousel Ballroom after taking a break with the dead, um, which was a crazy story. But uh, So he was the sound man at the Carousel Ballroom, and he was doing the sound for the dead when they played at the Carousel Ballroom. And so that's pretty cool. And I got to say one thing about Mr. Owsley, the Bear himself. He really started the recording of Grateful Dead shows. He did it for himself. He did it because he liked to play the show with the band afterwards. Um, but, boy, if he didn't do that, we wouldn't be doing this now. So I bow to him 
And I say thank you. Right on.
That's our first set of our featured show this week on Shakedown Stream. Hope you're enjoying it. Hope it's going to be good for your Thanksgiving. Be grateful. So that was Good Morning Little School Girl coming out of the 11, coming out of China Cat Sunflower, coming out of Dark Star, 316, 1968. And man, what a crazy year in America. There's a couple of books out. Um, Chris Matthews has a book out about Robert F. Kennedy from 1968, who was assassinated, who was killed in 1968. And uh, Lawrence O'Donnell writes about all sorts of different topics of 1968. It's kind of interesting because this seems like a very weird time of, you know, in America. Um, obviously, we're driven by social media and cable news, and it's a different time, obviously, but it just seems kind of a little unsteady. And so I think it's interesting to be listening to the Grateful Dead in 1968. They weren't really typically a political band at this time. They were uh, this band from San Francisco that connected with Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters and and then Bear, uh, Augustus Owsley, um, who learned how, figured out how to make LSD uh, in the same way that Albert Hoffman from uh, Switzerland made it uh, years earlier. And he figured out how to do it, and, uh, which is pretty impressive. And then he made a lot of it, and he made really good stuff. Um, and he really had a big influence on the Grateful Dead in that um, he had money and he used that money to um, kind of set the Grateful Dead up. Uh, they went down to Los Angeles and they played for a bit. Um, he was kind of a pretty controlling guy back then, um, but it allowed them to play very well. And they also um, 
I think what he instilled in them was to play the best, play at the best that you possibly can in all realms, you know, in terms of the equipment, how you do it on stage, how you do everything, your instruments. And that, I think, we can tell really stuck with them. Um, but, uh, you know, there's some great things written about him, but like he was really controlling and I think they were like, okay, enough. Um, but, you know, he kept on doing lots of crazy stuff. But however, I was just reading that um, he had been arrested a few times and he was no longer able to synthesize LSD to earn a living uh, because he was under federal indictment. So Owsley and his friend Bob Matthews uh, began working as soundmen at the Carousel Ballroom in February 1968. And quote, he says, I worked for Rakow, but he didn't know what he was doing. We ran three or four nights a week and had a jam on Tuesday nights with a lot of action. But Bill Graham would tell people that if they played for us, they couldn't play for him. And then he would offer them more money because he wanted the hall himself. And so the Carousel Ballroom, later on in 1968, would be bought by Bill Graham and renamed the Fillmore West. But what I liked about learning about this is that that show that we were listening to, 2-14-68, Bear was the sound man. And he had it down for the Grateful Dead, no question about it. Pretty cool. Also, a correction... Dead and Company were on Stephen Colbert's Late Show last Thursday night, but they played Jack Straw. And I don't know where I heard about Uncle John's band, um, but they played Jack Straw. Great tune. It's funny, whoever wrote about it said, Jack Straw from Europe 72. And I thought, that's funny. I, I wouldn't characterize that song as like, oh, the song from Europe 72. But for a lot of us, and probably, you know, the fair weather fan of the dead. Um, that was the first time we ever learned or heard the song was from Europe 72. But, um, you know, it's a song that never made it on an album. It was recorded live at Europe 72, and that's how it made it on the album. So, right on. So Bear did a lot of great recording, and he probably did not get enough credit. Um, which I think later in later years he kind of, you know, he would tell people about that. But he's credited for recordings on at least 13 Dick's Picks, or at least official Grateful Dead releases. So, you know, it's important that he gets credit. Yeah. All right, we're going to keep on going. We're going to go to the second set at the Carousel Ballroom, March 16th, 1968 right here on Shakedown Stream. Let us cue us up so we're ever oh so perfect. Here we go.
sky was dark and faded. Silently they stayed in at to death. And all the children learned the books today.
Moving through the lily fields, I came across an empty It trembled and exploded at the bus stop in his place. The bus came by and I got on that swing it off again. So the cowboy kneel at the wheel of the bus to never ever land. Coming, coming, coming around. Coming around.
until my dear brother lay down and take your rest. I want you to lay your head upon your Savior's breast. I love you, oh, but Jesus loves you the best. And I bid you good night, good night, good night. And I bid you good night, good night, good night. Well, I bid you good night. Good night, good night. Lay down, my dear brothers. Lay down and take your rest. I want you to lay your head upon your Savior's breast. I love you, oh, but Jesus loves you the best. And I bid you good night, good night. Good night, and I bid you good night. Good night, good night. Well, I bid you good night. Good night, good
I was just reading a correction for the set list for 316-1968 is Morning Dew is not the encore of this show. A correction, it's to be made. It is actually the beginning of the second set. But before that, we heard And We Bid You Good Night, first time ever performed by The Grateful Dead. I didn't know that, so this is cool. This is a treat for me. Before that, we heard some feedback Coming out of caution, do not stop on tracks. You could hear Pigpen playing harmonica. On the feedback, I thought I heard a kazoo, though often I hear a kazoo. Before that was Alligator, and then we heard the whole, that's it, for the other one. And It Hurts Me Too, which was funny because I was just going off about Europe 72, and then they played It Hurts Me Too. But it should be Morning Dew before the It Hurts Me Too. And uh, I've been actually kind of studiously going through Dead Bass 50 and trying to apply corrections when I come upon them. 
So cool. So as you know, the Dark Star China Cat 11 appears on the So Many Roads box set, but I wanted us to hear the whole show. And uh, so, you know, it's funny because you hear the Dark Star and when it ends, you kind of like, I'm waiting for the St. Stephen and then it goes into a very early, early version of China Cat. It's just, you know, we were waiting. So, nice. So, you know, it was in August of 1968 that um, Dan Healy went to uh, Quicksilver to be their sound guy. And the Grateful Dead asked Bear if he would come back to be their sound guy. And they had a crazy beginning. So it was kind of, you know, interesting that they would ask him to come back. Uh, But uh, this time it was going to be different. But I thought... Oh, that's interesting because his first name is Augustus, and he came back in August of 1968. Great story about how they dosed Bill Graham, the promoter of uh, the Fillmore West and, and the San Francisco scene, and because he was not into that. He did not want to do it. He uh, stayed away from any drinks that the Grateful Dead would hand him, food, anything. Um, but they one day they got him, and I think it's in the August 68 show. Great story about that. So maybe next week we'll do a, an August 1968 show at the Fillmore West, the new Fillmore West. Cool. Well, as always on Shake Downstream, we have traditions. We will turn to them now. Right on. Thank you. 
Open up your eyes, little darling. Let's pack up the things and go. 
in just a short bit. Never stop now. That's Dead and Company. Bobby Weir doing Music Never Stopped. Nice. And that is from Boston, Friday night, 11-17. Yeah. But before that, we did a couple JGB tunes from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ain't No Bread in the Bread Box. And before that, Reuben and Charisse. Nice. 112391 Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Bradley Center. And that is an official Jerry Garcia band release. Garcia Live, Volume 8. Okay. Well, you know, uh, Phil Lesh's birthday is March 15th. And so on March 15th, 1968, he became 28 years old. And so. On our featured show, he was just newly minted as 28 years old. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. But he's doing well. Still playing. And he uh, has very good friends. And I think it's great that his son plays with him. And uh, Terrapin Station. Terrapin Crossroads. Still going on. I want to do one more of Dead and Company, and this is O'Teal Burbridge, former bass player of Allman Brothers, but he broke out this song, started singing this song, lead vocals, uh, back in the summer of this year, and here he is doing it again at Madison Square Garden, right on.
There's St. Stephen. That's a rehearsal version from November 6, 1968, at the Pacific High Recording Studio in San Mateo, California. And before that, we heard them practicing the 11. And you could hear the guys speaking. There's one line with Phil West. That's the trouble with having schizophrenic drummers. And that, I think that would be uh, problematic. Well, so we're going to go on to 317.68. St. Stephen isn't played until May of 1968, but the more I study this, the more I'm not so sure. Um, they're originally listed in Dead Base May 24th, 1968, Grateful Dead at the Armory in St. Louis. But the correction notes say... Disregard 52468. And so I don't know if it was in May or maybe a little bit afterwards, but St. Stephen uh, would come on board uh, somewhat soon in May or June. Um, I'm going to stick with May. But what we're hearing here is Tom Constantine joins the band, an old good friend of Phil Lesh. And they're practicing St. Stephen and the Eleven. When TC comes on board, they add, or they, yeah, they add the whole William Tell Bridge from St. Stephen before it goes into the Eleven. And the lyrics for the William Tell part, that's not a part of the Eleven yet. It's, uh, it, it, uh, what we've been listening to is the very, earliest can incantations of the 11 the William Tell lyrics were added later on in the year and Tom Constantine as well so that's what kind of represents that you know I was all excited in the beginning of the month to feature Live Dead because it came out in November of 
1969. But I, I wanted to get a little bit of the history. Like, when did these two songs uh, get matched up? And then when did, were they first performed? And the 11, as you know, came before St. Stephen. Which brings us back to the Carousel Ballroom. And this is the next night, March 17, 1968. And I think we can be assured that uh, Owsley is the sound man for this show. Let's start off with a pig pen tune and then we'll get lined up for some more. The 11. <laughs> Thank you. 
middle of the night. I need you, baby. Make me all right. I'm making you, baby. Baby, please. I'm making you, baby. Come on, my knees. Turn on your light. Let's shine on me. Turn on your light, baby. Let's shine on me. Turn on your light. Let's shine on me. Turn on your love light. Let it shine on me. Shine on me. to turn on your love light from 317.68 at the Carousel Ballroom. And you could hear uh, Bobby kind of learning and taking a role in the vocals on Love Light. And then Pigman kind of backing him up. Cool. So what represents real number two, as I understand it, is what makes up Grateful Dead Download Series Volume 6. And the Dark Star into Born Cross-Eyed is a part of reel number one, which uh, is unplayable. Uh, apparently they were going to use part of that for the um, Anthem of the Sun release, but it's no longer playable. And so uh, Love Light closes off the first set, and the second set is uh, also a part of the release the download series since we've already heard a couple of that's it for the other one we're going to just pick up right on new potato caboose which is a great tune i've always really liked this tune and they even played it at the fair the well shows in chicago and i thought nice all right and uh this is a version of the 11 without um, it coming out of a dark star China Cat the eleventh. So it's a little bit different. Right on. Mm-hmm. 
down at the track Cats on flower crown Walking jingling up in that sun Cop, but don't vote a drip of silver Come on a like a cream Scream stuck out through a dream That wind Like a diamond jack, a leaf of all colors plays a golden string fiddle to a double E waterfall over my back.
everything. Returning then to the rural French uh, town, the young uh, fellow who had been in the war to his brother's father's garage and all, and like the opening scenes after the town, the big war, the father will say, come flying around a curve in an old Alfa Romo, Oh, no, 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 didn't have auto union that did anything. All right. Hi, son, and gets in and all. Well, the old man's a race, auto racer. And his brother, and I think an uncle, too. Somebody like uh, Cesar Romero with a bad leg, you know, where he blew it like, uh, he looked like uh, Carpalotti. He blew himself good in Italy right there. So, uh, then the next scene's a back paw, ma paw, you know. And, but you gotta have to lead some eager, eccentric, sincere, maniacal. Like Alexander, Donna Meachie discovered that's pretty fair. Spencer, that's pretty fair for uh, Tom Edison. Well, here we want someone who's like Tony Perkins. That's it. Somebody who is, uh, who could be either way, but in this case, it's a definite neurotic thing already. I mean, like, he's obsessed with racing, as say Tony Perkins, as a sick cat, uh, not being approved of and all, as the son, you see, would be. So he'd have a mania for auto racing, even though, like, say, Tony Perkins wouldn't be good for football or wrestling or something, why, this fellow can't race with a damn hardly. He's the poorest of the bunch, yet it runs in the family. It's in his blood, you understand. Here we got this rural French garage-owning family that the uncle, brother, a couple of the brothers, and father himself race. So the 20s, go through the 20s somehow, and 30s. Or we could have him, that's it, let's have him. Yes, he was. Too young to go to war. Yes, I'll have to switch that around because uh, he has to be younger, is he? The father comes back from war or something. All right. Now in the 30s, by now, we've brought it in gently, like they say, his first girlfriend. We can break the whole, that's it, JB. The whole bloody works as, like he used his girls say, you know, like the Sunday band uh, picnic type stuff, only rural French wise, because they only live about 10 miles from Le Mans. The great race run the course right and i believe it began in the late 20s and somewhere in there so he was with it from the beginning you got that he saw the first race and he saw what goodwill have been its last he failed to see the last anyhow so he loses his girl you know we gotta have some drama in here where they go to the uh, le mans opening or something see in about 26 or whatever it was or uh, anyhow he's pretty well emotionally physically the other thing there is, tied up with auto racing, and in particular, the course of the mark. And that's where he sees it. He bows like a sick cat, or it's a silly of getting vengeance or something like that. Over the woman, you know, you gotta work that up for yourself. That's all just a fill up if you need that. But something to show his whole life is tied in. I'll beat this track, this track itself, Lamas, every year, one race a year, one one thing thing, got it? Okay, so, after the war, World War II, I'll skip for other things. He builds, and by saving one of the first guys to understand it in the early 50s, I think it was, and the late 40s, he built the uh, 900 pounds lighter than the other cars, you know, and he came respectable, like six. You know, yeah, he, that's the best there's he'd ever done. You know, he's, for 20 years of mediocrity, uh, mediocrity, uh, you understand how that works. Like my buddy, he stuttered at nine. Why, well, I had to protect him in his ignorance uh, after high school, you might say. But now, uh, through diligence, through school, through everything, he's, uh, he's the guy that tells him when to release the missiles in Vandenberg, <laughs> Air Force Base, all right. So, 23rd, vacuum always does that. And then 
day, I don't know why. It seems to go down always in the day. Ignore it. Comes back even on Gershon. But uh, so then, after this, uh, so he's now, of course, he's pestered and fostered and fiddled around trying to get on the various race teams, you know. We gotta have all that, see. You gotta have some buddy for him, like, uh, oh, uh, like Spencer Tracy, be his older buddy, you know. I just threw that name in just to give you an idea. Some boy like uh, Eugene Pallette or some monster. Race director, you know, after that German one, uh, New Miller, uh, who is the most famous 20 years and is the prototype and so on. So I don't want some fat cat and I don't even want it, but just like I got the girl in here, like you could have Jimmy Gleason if he was a cup reporter. Remember old Jimmy Gleason's been dead for 10 years now, a little skinny little runt that was a New York reporter type, but that sort of thing. You can have a buddy buddy or two. Coffee. 
I got no time, but I got some time to hear his story. My name is August West, and I love my pretty bacon beans more than my wife. Motherfuckers cry
said to him, I'm sure she's been She's been, I'm sure she's 
sunshine daydream Walk you in the tall trees Going where the wind goes Blooming, blooming like a red rose Now come on over, sweet lad Like I said, I got you in the morning sunshine Sunshine daydream Sunshine daydream, yeah Here come a coming from a sweet dream Sunshine daydream, yeah Sunshine daydream, waiting in a cold stream, crawling out your window, going, going where the wind goes. We're never gonna miss us. Well, I see it, I got you in the morning sunshine. Sunshine daydream, sunshine daydream. Sunshine, baby. Sunshine, baby.
come to see a gypsy woman one day. Yes, I did. I want to find out what's wrong with me and my baby. We ain't getting old like we used to do. Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. My time to find me in Rosa's Cantina, music would play and Felina would whirl. Black as the night were the eyes of Felina, wicked and evil while casting a spell. My love was strong for this Mexican maiden. Was in love, but in vain I could tell. One night a wild young cowboy came in, wild as the West Texas wind. Passionate, daring, a drink he was sharing with wicked Felina, girl that I love. So in anger, challenged his 
just right for the love of this bit when his hand for the gun that he wore my challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat and some young stranger lay dead on the floor just for a moment stood there in silence shocked by the foul evil deed i had done Thoughts raced through my mind as I stood there Had the one chance that was to run Out through the back of roses I ran Out with the horses one time I picked a good one, he looked like he could run Up on his back and away I did ride Just as fast as I West Texas town of El Paso, all through the badlands of New Mexico. Back in El Paso, my life would be worthless. Everything's gone in life, nothing is left. Long since I've seen the young maiden, my love is stronger than my fear of death. I settled up and away I did go. Riding alone in the dark Maybe tomorrow a bullet may find me Tonight nothing's worse than this pain in my heart And at last here I am on the hill Overlooking El Paso I can see roses cantina below My love is strong and it pushes me onward the hill to Elena I go. Off to my right, I see five mounted cowboys. Off to my left, ride a dozen or more. Shouting, shooting, can't let them catch me. I've got to make it to Rose's back door. Something is dreadfully wrong for I feel. Burning pain in my side. Getting weary, unable to ride But my love for Felina is strong And I rise where I've fallen Though I am weary, I can't stop to rest I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle I feel the bullet go deep in my chest From out of nowhere, Felina has found me in my cheek as she kneels by my side Riddled by two loving arms that I'll die for One little kiss ain't feeling
Hey now, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'll see you next Thursday right here on MVY Radio for another Shakedown stream for episode 509. See ya. Happy Thanksgiving.